0: Whether you are new to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is the place for the honest answers to your questions. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis on RadioMD.com. I'm Lisa Davis with Andrea Donsky. You know, Andrea, I think I first heard of tarot cards when I was in college. I was going to UC Santa Cruz where you've got hippies, and or at least you did back then, health food stores in every corner. And I remember somebody showing me the cards and I thought they were so interesting, but I never really delved into it. Well, today we're going to be talking about Oceanic Tarot with Jane Wallace. She is an internationally acclaimed clairvoyant medium and the owner and driving force behind Psychic Sisters. Hello, Jane
1: hello how are
0: you today oh we're wonderful we're so glad to have you on before we jump Uh, into the tarot cards i have to ask for people who are i think we've all heard of a clairvoyant medium but explain exactly what that is
1: so basically um i do reading so uh, we're based within selfridges it's a department store in london so we're the only department store in the world that actually does have a psychic concession so, awesome. I link in using a clairvoyance and mediumship, which is connecting to loved ones from the spirit world that have passed over. So, I will link into the energy of the person and the voice, and then I will connect to the higher self and actually connect and get messages of like reassurance or from people you've loved or lost.
0: Huh. Oh, that is so interesting. You know, with the Oceanic Tarot, I got these cards and I thought they were the most beautiful thing, but I wasn't really sure exactly how to use them. And my daughter saw them and she's obsessed with Oceanic. So anyway, I just would love to, and Andrea also, you know, wanted to ask about how to use them as well. Andrea, did you have a question for Jane about this?
2: Yeah, actually, Jane, because I'm very familiar with angel cards and I use angel cards um, all the time and I even gave it to my daughter and she loves them. So how do the oceanic cards, uh, how, how do we use them? So maybe you can take us through it and those who are listening, um, you, can visit Jane's, you can visit Jane's website and you can find out more which we'll give you all the information about.
1: So with um, tarot cards, I mean, I've always been in love with the ocean. I see it as a different universe as such. I started scuba diving at a very young age. So I've always wanted to sort of do a deck that's concerned and connected with the ocean. So for me, I wanted something that was a highly beautiful but also easy for say somebody that's not as experienced to actually pick up a card um, and actually connect with the colors um, connect say with the like the mermaids, the mermen, uh, the sharks I've got like um lots of different like sea creatures in them. And as you shuffle the cards, you connect with the energy of the tarot. And each card for me is different, so I've actually put keywords on the tarot card. So when you pull, like, a specific card from the deck, say, for example, I don't know if it's, like, the death card, it's transformation or it's got judgment. So they're all very, very different. So it it makes life easier because there is a keyword on it. Um, They've also got a lot of colour, so they're a lot to do with water and ocean. So I think as you look in, you'll look at the energy of the colour as well. Um, And they just give you really good guidance. The istulet... Sorry, I can't say the word, oh, I can't say it, I'm going crazy, so the lady that that is, still a, is still a, oh, well, I can't say the word, oh, that's the lady that drew the cards, I can't talk and I don't know why, being English, yeah, so when she illustrated, I got it that round. she illustrated the cards and she done such an amazing job and we work very, very strongly together, so it comes along with a book as well, so when you actually have a look through the book, it will give you many different spreads and different meanings and it's in a really really lovely box set as well you
2: know Jane you wrote a book also called 44 ways to connect with your angels and I'd love yeah. you to talk a little bit about I mean I'm a huge I mean in our house we talk to our angels all the time we you know we believe in the universe obviously we ask even when we go mm-hmm. parking we have our parking angels and my kids you know have a five-year-old a, an 11-year-old and a 12-year-old and we talk about angels a lot in our house and um, I'd love you to just tell our listeners a little bit about angels and guides because it's funny over the weekend I was talking to my father-in-law we were we went on a trip to the shopping mall and he didn't want to go because he said there's going to be no parking it was Friday afternoon and I said don't worry I've got my parking angels and parking he looked angel. at me like I was like out of I look he literally looked at me like I was a, some weirdo and he's like you believe in that I'm like what do you mean I go we all believe in it we've you don't have to ever worry about going to the mall we've got our parking angels and sure enough we had a spot and it was no issue so just you know talk a little bit about angels in general for those who are listening or maybe skeptical about them
1: I've always connected very strongly with spirit guides, guiding angels, and also obviously I see angels as loved ones as well, people that you've lost. So I was inspired with a lady called Liz Dean because we're both very, very strongly drawn. And I felt there wasn't really any easy way to explain how to actually connect. So we've looked at different ways to actually say through meditation, through auras, through colours, through sensing and feeling the angelic realms. And it's how to take yourself into a higher conscious to actually then connect, say, if it is with your angel you need for healing or different angels for parking. So we felt it was really, really important for people to try and understand the angels in a very, very different way. And um, the book is actually really, really good. We've sold lots and lots of copies and we've had such brilliant feedback. But I feel as well with the angels, they protect us, they guide us. And not everybody understands, I feel, you know, with Raphael and... Different angels that people have around them, but for me personally, my angels constantly change. So, like today, I wasn't very well, so then I had healing angels around me, and then I might have, say, a different angel for meditation. So I feel as you connect in with the 44, feel that's a very strong and powerful number. Then it's about connecting with the people that are around you, helping them to understand angels as well. So now for you, because today, like or yesterday, you had your parking angel, then you know, he might then think, actually, now I need one. Because then I think with spirituality, people are tapping in and it's becoming a lot more sort of open and people are talking a lot more about it as well, which is really, really good. And I think people need to just understand that there is other, you know, religions and other spirituality and spiritual stuff out there, basically. Mm
2: -hmm. My son asked a really good question. He's 12. And he said you know, Mom, why are you asking, you know, your angels for a parking spot? Shouldn't you be asking them for something more important than that? So I said to him, well, mm. you know, and this was my answer is that, from what I understand, is that we can ask our angels for anything. They're there waiting for anything. us to ask them. But isn't, isn't that true? That we don't have to make it, a, we don't have to prioritize it in terms of no. importance. It could be something as innocuous mm. as a parking spot, right? And
1: something, yeah, just very, very simple. I think today like I was waiting for a parcel to come from Amazon and I really needed it. And I was like, right, angels, bring me my parcel. And then Amazon came. So that was good. So, yeah, sometimes it's the small things. And I think when you're looking, say, for, you know, like more materialistic things, it doesn't always happen. You know, you can do mantras and manifest within yourself to bring if it is on prosperity. But I think sometimes the little things are the nicest and the easiest thing. And angels, mm. I use them also to send healing to others. So, you know, if my friends are going through a lot of stress or worries or fears,
0: mm-hmm. you can actually
1: then ask the angels to go to help them as well. So it's not just for oh, yourself.
0: Good. good point. Now, Jane, I understand that you've been a natural clairvoyant since the age of seven. What what was it like and what was the first experience for you? How did that feel? Um,
1: first experience, I was actually a little bit younger. But um, mm-hmm. I just always used to remember when I used to go to sleep, I used to sort of or sense I was a lady and I call her star. She used to come into my room a lot and just sort of sit and give me messages and stuff. I felt um, a lot of energy around her and I did a lot of astral traveling at the time. So she kind of took me a lot around the world, a lot of traveling. And I almost felt like she was sort of warning me against something really bad. So my mum was very much into spiritualism. So one day I sort of sat and had a conversation. I just said, look, you know, I've got this woman. She comes to my room, but I'm not scared of her. And she had like a big star in her forehead and mum was like, oh, that's your spirit guide, that's like a guardian angel. Mm -hmm. And then she started to take me to the spiritualist church. And then when I was 12, I got really, really sick, so I ended up with uh, rheumatoid arthritis. So I think then in that case it was a warning and then I became really angry towards the spirit world and I just totally disconnected. And then I embraced it again when my mum passed away, so... At that time, I think it was a blessing, but then I also felt angry because I thought, well, you know, you could have warned us or maybe said, look, you she's going to get sick or ill. Um, and then now I think I just embrace it, basically. So for me, truthfully, it's probably the most amazing thing you could ever do because you're well like guided. You meet so many amazing people as well.
2: I love it, Jane. I mean, I could talk about the spiritual world forever, but we'd love to have you back on because I think people have so many questions and obviously you're an expert at it. So if you'd like to learn more about Jane, you can visit her website at psychicsisters.com. You can also find her on Twitter at Psychic Sisters. I'm Andre Donsky, along with Lisa Davis. This is Naturally Savvy Radio on Radio MD. Thanks for listening, everyone. And if you can, connect with your guides. Stay well.